Hello, my name is Rick, the founder at Real People USA. Before I begin today's podcast episode, I must mention there's a few things I have not told people before. I used to be a club DJ in downtown San Francisco, so if you hear some music in the background, uh, the music is some old tracks uh, that I had that I purchased uh, when I was a club DJ. Also, I am a military veteran. I served in the U.S. military for about 12 years. And in addition to doing podcasts with Real People USA, I'm also a CEO of a consulting firm based in Sacramento. Today's podcast episode is titled, Attractive Women or Handsome Men Candidates Should Not Automatically Qualify as GOP Congress Candidates. Hello, listeners. Now is not the time to let our need for eye candy be the basis of selecting GOP members uh, for Congress. For many elections uh, for decades, Americans have chosen attractive women and handsome men to represent us in Washington, D.C. Then, after these men and women take their oaths of office, they act like as if they forgot why the American people elected them. You know, the man with the brill cream perfect hair. Now I'm starting to age myself by using that hair care product uh, called brill cream. You know, the man with the brill cream perfect hair, shiny teeth, and chiseled made for Hollywood face. Or the woman with the Belle Biv DeVoe, big butt and a smile look. These people should no longer represent Americans as members of Congress if, so dot, 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 if, with a disclaimer, if and only if, these physical attributes are the only things they are bringing to these congressional positions. Now, if these uh, perfect hair, shiny teeth, chiseled, made for Hollywood faces, or women with the bell, biv, devoe, big butt, and smile, have a five-point Real People USA message, and they have that star appeal, then these men and women candidacies might be very powerful. But it is rare to find a candidate who has a strong message and looks good in front of cameras. Now, I do not want to name names of GOP members of Congress who look great but bring absolutely nothing to the table in terms of standing for the U.S. Constitution, the rule of law, and fighting for Americans' life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. In this upcoming congressional and future elections, the GOP needs fighters who do not have hang-ups about their looks. Why is this so true now? Unlike past elections and strong economic conditions, where voters had to choose between Jack and Joe, who were two fairly equal candidates, uh, today's falling economic conditions and the Democratic Party push toward socialism and communism put more, if not all, the responsibility on the voters. Not so much on the candidates. I was having a discussion with a congressional candidate the other day, and I was saying, to this candidate that you don't have to be the big deal now. The American voter 
sees what their choices are now. Even if voters are Democrats, they see what the Democrat Party is offering, and it's not good. So I told the Republican candidate that the pressure does not wholly or, or fully rely on you now because voters have to decide if they want uh, capitalism or if they want communism. And many voters are starting to see examples of socialism and communism every day now. In the past good years before Barack Obama, if you picked Jack or Joe, it really didn't matter too much. Whether Joe or Jack won, regardless if Joe or Jack were Republicans or Democrats, Americans' quality of life was good. People had job stability. Business owners were making money. Kids graduated from high school and some went to college. Americans still took vacations to see the world. Cops were very respected and Americans were not that focused on election fraud, although it was probably happening. The point is Americans' lifestyles were pretty good. So if you happen to pick a candidate you didn't like, your life did not change that much. If the Democrat won over the Republican, your life probably didn't change that much. Maybe you, you paid a few pennies more in taxes. But now, if you pick the wrong candidate in 2022, you know, our lives as Americans may get more miserable than they might feel today. Now, everything has changed. Barack Obama has fundamentally changed America for the worse, just like he promised. Your candidate running for office may not be the glitz and glamour candidate you once picked in previous elections. The best candidate may be the man or woman with the imperfect smile. He or she may not come from wealth, riding the coattails of a family member uh, with years in politics and lots of connections. Now, there are several candidates running for Congress in 2022 fitting the profile of the common man or woman. One candidate in particular is Reuben Young, a Republican, a Florida D23 candidate running for a congressional house seat in Broward and Miami-Dade. Reuben is running against Debbie Wasserman Schultz, a person not too popular in District 23. Reuben describes himself as a frog wearing a hat. I'm not kidding you, that's what he told me. Reuben does not consider himself a Denzel Washington lookalike. Reuben is the kind of candidate voters may not initially say, he is my guy. Like I mentioned earlier, voters have been conditioned to look for the George Clooney, the Kate Blanchett, the Lucy Liu, or the Sanaa Latham type people to vote for. Those days hopefully are gone when voters select their candidates based on their physical attributes. Many of today's GOP princes and princesses are failing the Republican Party. Many have been totally embarrassing and downright inept in fighting for the American people. Reuben Young is doing something most GOP candidates have not done. For voters who may be unaware, there are two ways of getting on the ballot to run for Congress. 
The first way is to pay $10,400 and like magic, you are a candidate. The second way is to collect about 1,200 signed petitions from people in your state if you do not have $10,400 laying around. Ruben chose the petition method to get on the ballot. Now here is where it gets very interesting. Getting these petitions signed is not a piece of cake. It's not a piece of cake to talk to people about signing your petition to become qualified to run for Congress. There is some psychological stuff going on that people like Ruben had to deal with, such as number one, talking to strangers. That's not everyone's strength, but Ruben did it anyway. Some people lie on petitions by providing incorrect information which disqualifies the petitions. Ruben occasionally had to get back out in front of people to get additional petition signatures to make up for the bad ones. And number three, South Florida is very diverse, but African Americans are not a majority ethnicity. But Ruben got the signatures anyway. One interesting Ruben story about getting petitions is a Ruben session with a South Florida Jewish Republican club. Ruben was invited to speak at this club and did not know the Republican club members were Jewish. Long story short, after Ruben delivered his five-point congressional candidate platform, he received a standing ovation from a group of about 200 attendees, and he collected 69 petition signatures and a few donation dollars. Ruben has had the same success with most Cuban-American Republican political organizations in Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. The point is, effort is Ruben's trump card, pun intended. Ruben has shown that he can outwork just about any candidate. Ruben has received well above the number of signed petitions to run against Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Finally, the responsibility to restore America to her greatness is not wholly dependent upon which Republican name is on the ballot. Moving forward to November 2022, voters must decide if they want the same poor performance from Democrat politicians who have tried to destroy portions of Americans' economic engine, history, and culture. Or voters must decide to rid our nation of communist-leaning politicians, which can only lead to further pain, misery, and destruction. I hope everyone enjoyed this podcast episode. My name is Rick Napier, the founder of Real People USA. Thanks for listening and make it a great day.